one. What's up, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Influencer Insider. Today, we got my man Cooper. I'm not even going to try to say his last name because I'm going to butcher it. I first saw Cooper on TikTok. Dude was making some rings, doing some doodles and photography. Instantly, I was attracted. Cooper, tell the listeners about yourself. Hey, what's up? Yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, Heck yeah. Pretty cool to be on a podcast. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm Cooper Januszewskis. It's a long one. Um, it's originally from Latvia, where my grandparents are from. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of doing all things creative right now. I'm doing photography. I just started doing some artwork, and then I've been making and selling some rings on the side. So it's been a it's been a fun kind of creative process going through different changes of the things that I'm doing. Heck yeah! So have you always been a creative person, or is this just more of a recent thing? Um, you know, I grew up playing football, and that was like my main focus my entire life. Um, even when I was I I played football in college too. So it wasn't until recently where I had all this time. I was like, I I don't know what to do. You know, I had. <laughs> My whole life was just football, 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 you know, trying to get scholarships in high school. And then when I finally made it to college, I was, you don't have any free time to do pretty much anything. Yeah. So when I graduated in 2017, I was like, man, like, I don't really know what to do. So I had a camera. I um, just started taking photos and I was in a town where I didn't really know anyone. So I could just go out, ride my bike and just take photos. And then that was kind of what you know started everything i was like oh, this photo stuff's fun like maybe i can go do this maybe i can meet this person maybe i can take photos here and then that was a combination i had some um some gut issues that i'm still going through now but that gave me some more time to kind of think about what i wanted to do and then eventually uh, built up a portfolio to you know start shooting concerts and kind of networking um, with my camera Heck yeah, dude, that's awesome. Where'd you go to college? I went to Lindenwood University in Missouri. No way. Do you live in Missouri? No, I, I was only out there for two and a half years. Are you because are you, you guys you guys are from yeah, dude, Kansas City, uh, Missouri. So you know Lindenwood? Yeah, I know Lindenwood. That's, <laughs> that's that's a, I, I got some friends that go up to Lindenwood. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you're muted right now. I can't hear you. You cut out maybe. Hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. What'd you say? Um, yeah, I was saying no one out in the West Coast knows what Lindenwood is. So I was like, oh, I see, you know, it's a small school in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. So you live out in West Coast? Yeah. So um, I grew up in uh, Redding in Northern California, probably, okay. you know, like four hours north of uh, San Francisco, the so way up there. So grew up there, went to junior college there, and then um, ended up getting a full scholarship to Lindenwood. And I was like, I don't know what this school is. I don't know where it is, <laughs> but to pay for my school. So I was like, hey, you know what? Might as well. Heck yeah. um, that's crazy. So yeah, that's, that's funny. We, we had interviewed, oh man, maybe it was like last week, this girl uh, named Mish, and she has this company called Pair of Plants, and she makes like pots for your pants for your plants that are pants tongue, tongue oh, twisters cool. but she yeah. um had originally got you know, lee summit is like right next to kansas city and so she had lived in lee summit and grew up in lee summit and moved out to california 
and I had no idea. So it's two small world interactions right here. Yeah. That's so sick. That's crazy. Okay. So you were in Missouri for a little while, then you moved back after college. Yep. I, uh, I, yeah, that was another thing after I graduated. Like I said, I kind of had another identity crisis with like, okay, I'm, you know, young 20s. Uh, my whole identity was football and now it's kind of just been stripped away you know and you know being that age it's being being your young 20s mid 20s it's such a weird age you know like if you don't go on to play sports or do something you either know someone that's you know in professional sports or someone's making six figures or it's such a weird thing to you know and you shouldn't compare yourself to others, of course, but it's hard not to, especially in, you know. I totally get that. Days, but, uh, yeah, no, so I moved. I moved. I, I want to talk about what you were talking about, this identity crisis, because I totally. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to college, but I've thought about it before, like how right now I'm currently feeling the feeling the feelings that I think a lot of people after college feel. Like, oh, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? What the heck's going on? Talk about how you felt. Um, well, I'm still going through it. I'm 26 <laughs> now. Um, yeah, it's it's just really tough. Um, like I like I said, I had some like gut issues that I've been working with and that just kind of added on to like, wow, this, you know, life's hard right now. It kind of sucks. Yeah. But uh, but you know, you start to reel it back, okay start to think okay life is really not that bad you look at the news or something life's you know we got it pretty good we I'm, I'm, we're pretty yeah we're pretty blessed to say well i don't know what i want to do with my life you know yeah. we have all these options you know it's good to think we have options instead of i'm lost you know it's good yeah. to see i can do this i can go here but yeah i'm still still going through i'm you know i'm living up in oregon right now uh, the start of COVID and everything um, kind of shut down photography in, you know, 2020. So I came up here and that's when I kind of focused more on, you know, doing art stuff. Then, you know, I've been making my rings. And uh, so now I'm at that point again where I'm like, man, what do I want to do? <laughs> right, I've been yeah. here for a year. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about moving back down to Southern California, maybe LA to kind of start it back up again. Yeah, be like in a different setting, maybe get some different creative juices flowing. Right. Because, you know, I've, I still have friends down in Southern California. I don't really have too many yeah. friends up here. So it'll be good to go back down there and be in a creative setting again. So, you know, I got gotcha. you. Photography going back. So, what do you think a good way to like combat that uh, feeling of being lost is? Do you think just like jumping ahead and like doing all different types of shit? Um, you know, it probably doesn't hurt. I think if you have these um, these options or like something you're good at, say, man, I'm good at this, but I really want to do this. Maybe go try, you know, a certain thing you want to do. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I think we get so focused on what we want to do next, what we want to um, achieve. You know, our, our achievements um, get kind of clouded with, the next thing right it happens in any industry you go into um, especially in the creative industry or uh, you kind of get you get stagnant in your own work and you don't realize you know you're you're doing something you wanted to do 10 months ago or a year Uh ago so i think 
me personally, focusing on being more present is is a big thing. Uh, being mindful of you know what I have, um, I think that helps a lot. And yeah, just being grateful that I do have options to, you know, if I do want to go down to Southern California and, you know, give it a shot, you know, worst comes to worst, doesn't work out. And I try something else, you know? Heck yeah, man. I, it is funny to think about it, but like, we're all so privileged if we have those options, like, oh man, right. we think it's like a bad thing. I don't know what to do with our myself right now, but it's like, shit, man, we got options. That's a, that's a, that's a yeah. commodity. Exactly. And I think the whole comparison thing, like, cause it can get, it can get bad when you think of being, if you compare yourself to like, uh, oh, or this, like you look on the news and be like, wow, I shouldn't be complaining about what I want to do when all these people have it so much worse because that ultimately makes it even worse. It kind of, you shouldn't minimize your own problems um, based off other people's problems. It's good to, you know, reel it back and say, okay, my situation isn't that bad, but uh-huh. focus, but realize that your problems are your problems and you shouldn't just kind of throw them away. Be like, Oh, all these people have it worse. I shouldn't feel like this. You know, you should, you know, embrace those, those feelings. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky situation yeah. for sure. Everybody's feelings are validated. Yeah. I think is what exactly. you're trying to say. And, yeah, and there's no no such thing as normal, you know. Yeah, it's all comparative. So riddle me this, my friend: How'd you get? I'm a big ring guy. I, I like rings. So how'd you get started making rings? What what made you get going on it? Uh, yeah, I was chilling one day, and uh, I've been surrounded, being surrounded by trees and all the wood up here in Oregon. And I was like, I wonder if I could make like a ring out of you know scrap wood so i just kind of came up in the shop and found some um some cedar and started making these wooden rings um i got some here show me like some some of these wooden rings are kind of squared off they have different textures and colors going on in them and then that kind of went into like well what else can i make into rings so i know you know spoon rings was a big trend you know long ago and it is now again yeah so I've been finding some interesting spoons and making them into rings, um, scrap skateboards I make into rings. That's sick. Yeah. So that was just kind of a fun side project that I was like, you know, maybe I can sell some of these. So Heck yeah. it's, been, it's been good to bring in some income you know, on the side on something that I, you know, love to make. Yeah. I, um, before I was on this zoom call with you, I was hanging out with my grandparents and um, I was telling my grandma about you, and I was like, yeah, I make spoon rings and a photography. She's like, spoon rings? She's like, I yeah. used to have one of those. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, that's cool. I didn't know they used to be in style. So it's funny you said that because I just talked about that with my grandma. Yeah, I had that similar conversation with my mom. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember spoon rings. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a cool thing to do now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, you have an Etsy shop, correct? Yeah. Etsy. What's that? What's that Etsy shop? Give it a shout out. Shameless plug it. Oh yeah, you know it's a Cooper J shop. So if you just go on Etsy and type in Cooper J shop, it should pop up. And oh, uh, yeah, I still got a few on there. I got a couple uh, Rolex left. Those are usually the the hot sellers. They look cool. And yeah, they really do. So what it's what fun. else do you sell on that Etsy shop? 
Uh, right now, just the rings. Just the rings. Uh, eventually, yeah. Eventually, I want to branch out to more of um, maybe some art pieces or some clothing that I, you know, kind of have on the back burner. Um, yeah, because I've been I've been kind of messing around with uh, design and kind of teaching myself um, how to design, like on computer, okay, digital stuff like that. So eventually, see if I can make that into some apparel or t-shirts or something like that. Yeah, that'd be sick. I totally. One thing that I love is if like people actually design their own clothes or like their own graphics on their sh- shirts or something. Mm-hmm. I I really value that more than like some computer generated bullshit design. Yeah, so I like you saying that. Yeah, no, I, I uh, go for it. Yeah, I'm trying to get in touch with local artists in Kansas City because I'm trying to make a new shirt. I have uh, wearables apparel is my apparel brand. And I'm trying to make a really dope shirt, but I want it to be made by an artist in Kansas city to where it's like meaningful. Yeah, absolutely. That's sick. But you got more guts. I mean, you're trying to do it yourself. I wouldn't even try. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's no harm in trying. And, and I mean, I got Photoshop. I was like, I'm just kind of mess around with it. And, you're doodling. Um, yeah. Some more doodles just on the computer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've been helping out my friend's company um he just started his own company so i've been doing some creative directing for him and some of the t-shirt designs that i made that he's gonna run with and uh, that's awesome yeah that's really cool what, what's this friend's company so his company is hawker family sports and entertainment it's uh it's basically a, an agency slash um, marketing kind of management company okay that deals mostly with the NIL, which is name, image, likeness in college athletics. So he manages uh, a certain amount or certain amount of Division One athletes. And there's probably four other agents in his company that also manage probably four to six athletes mm-hmm. and using them to um, help them earn money in college now that it has been passed this year. Yeah. So previously in college, you college athletes weren't allowed to make money based off their name but now that they can he's kind of full force into it kind of you know one of the top dogs right now that's all especially because it's a new industry too exactly you gotta get after it yeah so we've been i've been helping him a little bit uh, but he's been he's you know jammed with all these you know deals and stuff going on so i just kind of help out where i can that's really cool so in college, what did you get your degree in? I got my degree in sport management. Um, so it, it's, I guess it's kind of helping out now with yeah. um, the agency, but I, I went to school to play football. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I went to Lindenwood from my junior college, I my junior college, I was studying business. I was like, yeah, business. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> then when I got to Lindenwood, uh, all of a sudden I was a sport management major. I didn't pick it. It just, I, all just of a sudden I, that was me. I was like, you know what? Sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. Do you yeah. ever, so, uh, do you ever foresee yourself legitimately using that degree? Like, uh, like opening your own sports management firm or anything like that? You know, I don't really know. It's, it's a pretty broad degree. Yeah. Um, it's basically a business degree with, an emphasis in sports, sports, like sport law, sport marketing, those kind of classes that kind of pepper in there. But yeah, I mean, 
we'll see. You never know. Some, yeah. especially nowadays, a degree doesn't hold as much weight as it did before. Yeah. Um, you you can kind of just get your way in through marketing and um, marketing yourself and networking. And, yeah, but we'll see. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was just curious if you were like interested in that field still, or if it was you were a, you were a football man. What position do you play? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. You got sticky yeah. hands. Uh, yeah. I mean, I used to. We'll see about now. I got some <laughs> banged up thumbs. I don't have any ligaments in my thumbs anymore. So. Oh no way. That's no good, dude. Yeah. Are you are you yeah. a fan of the Chiefs since you lived in Missouri? Uh, I'm more of a Rams fan. Whatever. I I can't tell you that I've ever watched a Rams game if I'm being honest. So I can't what? talk smack. I never. I'm not like a huge uh, grand scope football baseball fan or anything i love the chiefs though okay i mean that's good that's good yeah Yeah, it's like i i i I love football but i'm not gonna go watching all these other games i'm just a chiefs guy maybe i mean i I definitely prefer college football watching college football on saturday i'll just sit and watch tv all day doesn't matter who's playing it could be joe schmoes versus whoever and i'll watch them over any nfl game for sure Heck yeah. Do you watch any Lindenwood games still? I haven't watched any. I not a not a good uh, alumnus alumnus. Oh my gosh. I'm, but, gonna uh, tell, I'm gonna tell the college, my man. Get you in trouble. I, mean, I was only there for two and a half years, but I got there in 2015 and then I broke my foot two days before the first game. I was in the mm-hmm. starting rotation. I was kind of the new guy, and then I broke my foot. I was like, ah. And then that sucks. You know, one thing leads to another. I didn't have the the dream career I wanted, but it was still fun. I met some yeah. awesome people, some yeah, really cool people at Lindenwood. Heck yeah. So before we started the podcast, you were telling me you're in your grandpa's like workshop right now. Yep. I'm in my uh, grandpa's shop. He was uh, an architect and he was an artist. Basically he could, he could make anything. I mean, you give him some, scraps of wood and he'll make something he'll do incredible do you yeah, think you so, pull a lot of inspiration from him i think so i mean i can just sit here and just take it all in there's you know pictures of him um he he was in world war ii he was in guam Man. he uh worked on um airplanes he worked on the engines so all these airplanes that are in the shop i know people listen can't see it but there's airplanes that he that he's hand built um so just seeing his his fingerprint on everything really uh, is pretty special. I can sit here and you know just look at everything for hours. That's awesome, dude. That's really cool yeah. that you pull inspiration from him like that. I bet that's mm-hmm. very enjoyable and cool to have somebody that you can look up to that does that stuff. Absolutely, and he's got you know every tool you could think of. Like if you're yeah. there's a time I was making a ring, I was like, man, I really need you know these small little clippers to. And then uh-huh. I opened the drawer, sifted through, and yeah, they were. Like, wow, <laughs> that's insane. Do you think there's anybody else, any other artists, creators that you pull inspiration from as well? Uh, I mean, there's tons. I mean, Instagram. I haven't really been as active on socials anymore. I had my phone off for the past like week. Um, but when I am on Instagram, it's there's tons of people on there that you know I've either met through Instagram or I haven't even met yet, but their work still inspires me and they're become yeah. good friends just through Instagram. But yeah. There's tons of people um, on there that I can scroll through the Instagram forever. 
I agree. There are a lot of creative people out there nowadays. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we just notice it more than we used to. So I feel like I never used to notice it at all. But yeah, now I'll be right. on Instagram Explore and I'm like, holy shit, these people are awesome. Or I'll be on TikTok and I'm like, this guy's going somewhere. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's all of a sudden just like we're just being shown it all the time. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword, but you know, I think yeah. if you use it, use it wisely, it's, it's definitely beneficial for you. Yeah. So I was doing a little stocking on your account as I should, if I'm going to have you on the podcast and you're a, do you skate? Is that correct? Um, I mean, as far as skateboarding, I just kind of use it to cruise. You're a cruiser. Uh, do you, would you, do you have a longboard or a skateboard? I have a skateboard, but it has, you know, kind of the longboard wheels on it. So I can just cruise. I can pop up on curbs. It's kind of cruise around. That's, I mean, I can't do any tricks or anything like either. that. <laughs> I, I longboard a lot that's why i was curious oh cool yeah i used that's, to have a longboard yeah but uh but not anymore that's sick man i was uh you seem like a jack of all trades type of guy <laughs> yeah i mean i have a lot of a lot of interest but still find still, still trying to find that one thing that really you know sparks my interest but yeah till, till then i'm just kind of vibing you know doing this doing that Here's my idea on that. And here's what I, I'm thinking for myself, because I also like to do a lot of things. I have a lot of different hobbies, longboarding, disc golf, I love ping pong. I'm pretty damn good at it. I like play it like a, a community center and stuff. And then, um, I don't know, just all throughout my life, I've been into like little different hobbies. So my thinking now is I love everything so much. And I know later on in my life, I'm going to have more hobbies. So I'm trying to center myself around my content, like center my content around my hobbies. Okay. Which I think is yeah. a cool concept. I think so too. Yeah. So what would you, what would you plan on doing going forward with that? Ooh, so like right now I'm posting just a metric shit ton of disc golf content on TikTok <laughs> because I love disc, disc golf. Great. Oh dude, I love it. And so I'm posting all that right now. If I were to find a new hobby, like I'm getting into pickleball right now. <laughs> so like I could start posting pickleball videos. <laughs> and so that, that's the ultimate goal is to just center content around my hobbies. Yeah, that's good. I know uh, with my uh, TikTok, my friend that started that company, he told me to get on TikTok to kind of understand all that. So that's a whole new thing to me still. TikTok? But yeah, it's so confusing to me. Like man, I feel like a a boomer. <laughs> a boomer. Hey, you you were using uh, a, the, your vibe that you have on TikTok is the exact vibe right now that blows up. Really? Yeah. It's like pe- people, I, would, I wouldn't know, dude. If you if you were to make more content on TikTok, I guarantee it, you'd pop off. Because yeah, like, I've been just kind of using it as like a glorified Instagram story or something. You should post so I post seven times a day. Seven like seven videos on TikTok. Seven videos a day on TikTok because it's like yeah, a it's like a lottery ticket. You're cashing in the ticket. If it, if it's a winner, it's a winner. If it's a loser, then I'll get 500 views and it'll be done. Yeah, I mean, there's really no downside to TikTok. Mm. Heck no. Yeah. You know? I want to see Which you post more. I need more. I need some. I need some more Cooper J content. <laughs> well, you know, I might have to, especially if I move back down to LA. I'll probably. Hop back on there. Heck yeah, my man. So what's a what's a day look like for you up in Oregon right now? 
Um, it kind of varies, um, especially with, you know, how the world is. Um, I make my rings, of course. If I, you know, start selling out, I'll cruise eBay or different stores to look for unique spoons that I can sell. Uh-huh. Um, and that's been, you know, been fine for me for bringing in some money because I don't have many expenses here, you know, living at my mom's and my grandpa's house. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, I'll help out my neighbors with certain tasks, mowing lawns, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. It's kind of a nice change of pace because I was living in uh, Orange County up until, Ooh, you know, that's busy. COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. So coming here, 2019 was, you know, probably my best year for photography. I was getting on music video sets. I was shooting different celebrities, doing concerts, like the whole nine. And then COVID hit and everything just stopped. I was like, well, that sucks. Like, like, shit. Everything was looking so good. Um, so, yeah, then I came up here and it was just a, a really crazy reset which was nice. I mean, it's still nice. It's just kind of a, a way different life than I was living down there, which is, you know, still fun for me. Heck yeah. The same thing actually happened. My buddy, uh, Corey infinite, um, same, he does the podcast with me and the same thing happened to him before COVID. He was doing concert photography and like really focusing on all photography. And he was getting into like big shows just as much as you were. And then COVID hit and it was all done. And so he transitioned. He was making clothes before, but he transitioned even more over to clothes. And now his clothing brand's going insane. Yeah. I looked at his stuff. It's yeah. Wild. It's so cool. It's so, in, it's in some of it. I can't fathom because I'm not a very fashion minded person, like as creative as he is, but I can appreciate it because it is out there. It's something that other people aren't doing. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's got a he's got a creative mind for sure yes he's a wacky guy (laughs) sometimes this shit scares me though man some of those masks i've told him i'm like dude that mask it it freaks me out all right i'm gonna see (laughs) see that in my nightmares he's in uh all you guys are in in kc yeah we're all in kansas city cool thanks you guys plan on staying there what what do you guys think i think ethan event like wants to stay here long term Corey. I mean, as you can imagine, he would love to move out to like L.A. or New York or somewhere, right. somewhere bigger where the scene's bigger for him. Mm-hmm. He could so, kill Fashion Week in New York. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. So I, I think he's he'll be big time in it sooner or later. Just a matter of he's already he's already almost there. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, hopefully he still remembers me. <laughs> dude, man. All right. So. Before we wrap this up, give me one piece of advice for the listeners. It can be about anything. One piece of advice that you want other people to hear. I'll probably butcher it. So give me a second here. <laughs> no, you're perfect, dude. Think about it. I think it. it was somewhere along the lines of, um, let me think. It's, life isn't. Yeah, I'm trying to re-rack. <laughs> you're perfect. You're perfect. Um, you got it. I'm serious. I think the end of the po- at the end of the podcast is my favorite part of the podcast for every single person because I think it's so interesting what other people believe that other people need to hear. 
Right. Absolutely. I um, love this fucking part. So take your time, dude. So life isn't about finding peace. It's learning to be at peace with what you find. And I think that I think about that often because Roy's trying to find, you know, the next thing, trying to find peace, trying to find the meaning of life and the life of the meaning of life is to give life meaning, you know? So I think those, those kind of two quotes are something that I think most people need to not need to, that's kind of a bad way to put it, kind of put it into perspective about, about life. You know, I get what you're saying. It's about be present, um, be thankful and uh, just be, just be nice to people. I mean, that's all it is. That's all life is. Heck yeah. My, my saying is work hard, be nice, have fun. That's it. That's life. Yeah, it is. Hey, people, you'd be amazed and other people would be amazed by like being nice. Oh man, what it can get you. So many people are assholes, but like you're a very nice person, Cooper. I appreciate that. Like kindness can get you so far. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am. Can I share a, a story? It's called the, I think it's like the fisherman story. It's like, it's like a story that I'm not from my life, but that I've heard from somewhere else. And I, I could be saying it wrong, but it kind of reminded me of what you were talking about, like finding peace and stuff like that. Like, don't try to find peace, find, find peace in what you find. The fisherman story is um, there were these fishermen in a village, in a small village. And during the day they would catch enough fish to feed their family and at night they would go home, not even at night, midday, they'd go home, spend the rest of their day with their family and enjoy their time, finding peace, whatever it may be, enjoying their lives. Um, there were some businessmen that came to this village and saw that these men were catching fish so easily and so quickly. So they told these fishermen, hey, if you really wanted to, you can scale up this business and make it grow and you can make a bunch of money. These fishermen said they were very happy with the lives that they had. They enjoy spending time with their family as much as they did. And they just caught enough fish to make them happy. And that's what they wanted. And these businessmen talked about how they could scale up the fishing business by buying another boat. And then once they have two boats, they can work really, really hard, catch a ton of fish, make more money buy a third boat. Once they have a third boat, they can catch more fish, make more money even scale up until you have so many boats as much as you can possibly have. And then once you're done working hard, these extremely long hours for your entire life, once you're about 60 years old, you can go relax with your family as much as you wanted. And the basis of the story is these people are already happy with what they have. So why the hell are they trying to complicate their lives even more? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good story. Dude, I love it so because it's so true. Everybody tries to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're, yeah, they're, they're trying to like one up someone else or there's there's so much more to life than you know trying to be successful whatever you deem successful if it's you know some people just define success as having a lot of money and that's fine if that inspires you some people do some people get inspired by the gary v's and some people get inspired by buddha you know buddha (laughs) Um, i think trying to trying to force other people to do something that they think is the right way Uh uh-huh you know everybody's on a different journey absolutely there's no no timeline you're not behind in life 
you know, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. All right. That was wonderful. Cooper, I'll wrap this up quickly. Folks, thank you for watching this episode of Influencer Insider. My boy, Cooper J. I'm not even going to say the last name. was a wonderful guest. I appreciate you coming on, my man. Thank you for having me again. It's, uh, it was fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Heck yeah. We will catch you next time, folks.